end it. Um, let's see. It, it end. Dow, Dow's up. Dow Jones up is about uh, 110 points. S and P is two is is on a 2800 level, which is well above the 200 day moving average. And we have the Nasdaq at uh, on the 7500 level, up 4124. So this morning in the in the markets, what happened was we had a okay. The markets right now is being driven by this trade deal. This trade deal is saying that if we get this trade deal, then the tariffs will be lifted and companies can spend a huge capital expenditure. They can have um, surety in the markets and they cannot. Tariffs are, in essence, a tax on certain corporations. What is a tariff? A tariff is when you, if a company sells to another country, then that country to try to promote their own goods will say you have to pay a tariff or a fee on top of every item of widget that you sold. So when we start putting tariffs on China, China start putting tariffs on us. And so companies are paying that. And when companies are paying tariffs, then they cannot, they, they cannot afford to put capital expenditure. Then the capital expenditure will then go into extra jobs. Extra jobs will go into market performance and GDP. So everything is based around this trade deal. And this trade deal, I believe, is already baked in the market. What does baked in mean? It means that the market has said we are looking for this trade deal, so we are going to price it as if we had one before we get it. And the minute that we get the trade deal, more than likely, it will be a sell the news. Sell the news, meaning as soon as you hear about the trade deal, it's already priced in, it's already baked into the cake, then you sell. And the markets then take a 2 to 5% term lower um, after they get the assurity of a deal and then once the two to five percent lower is flushed out and then the markets can proceed higher from a more uh, stable base that's how the market goes it just it just doesn't go up forever but it begins to kind of kind of go up and it comes back down it goes up you know kind of kind of builds kind of like stairs but I'm going to push back on this trade deal I don't think we're going to get one because why would China have a trade deal with, with the United States? China knows that if a liberal gets in the office, there's not going to be a tariff war. It's not going to be a trade war. It's going to be business as usual where uh, liberals are now tend to be global economy friendly. And that's friendly for China and for Europe. If China were to make a trade deal with Trump and give Trump that talking point and help him in the election, then that, that could mean further financial pain for China in the future. So the reason why I said I don't think we're going to get a trade deal with China, I think, we, I think they're going to keep slow walking it, slow walking it, slow walking it. And at the point of, the, of there's supposed to be a signature, unless there's a total capitulation from Trump, unless uh, it's a talk today from Trump where he just gives away the house and China says, okay, we got a deal, but nothing really has changed for us. I don't think there's going to be a deal. I think there's going to be a last minute snag um, and say, well, we'll get together in June, then in July, then in September, and they keep kind of slow walking it until Trump's out of office. Then they revisit the same terms that they had before, and then they go back to business as usual. So I don't think there's going to be a trade deal. So what the markets have done 
is the markets have risen pretty pretty much a whole lot, but at the same time, treasuries have also risen. Now, what does that mean? Treasuries are when money flows into the treasury department and people buy treasuries, the yield stays low. If money were to flow out of treasuries, the yield gets higher. And when the yield is higher, it, it, it's tried to try to bring more people in. So when, when, when there's a lot of people flying into treasuries, it's a safety trade. It means that there's less demand. Less demand means uh, less money that you earn on your investment so that you're able so, so, so they're able to get a yearly coupon. Normally the 10 year was at the last time the markets were at these levels, the 10 year was at 3.25 meaning percent, meaning for every hundred dollars you earn $3 and 25 cents. And you might be saying that's not a lot of money, but you have to remember this is for large pension funds. This is for large retirement funds. This is for large, this is for countries, treasuries, um, other other industries, instead of getting nothing on your money, they, they were at one time getting three dollars and twenty five cents. Now, with the stock market back where we're today, the treasury is at two two point six five. That is a thirty five sixty five basis points change or so change in where we were the last time the market was here. So. That tells you that money is flowing into treasuries and money is flowing into stocks at the same time. And usually the guys will tell you on, in the financial industry that the bond market always gets it right. So, and the bond market is almost, it's like 10 times the size of the equity markets. So you have, why is all this money pouring into treasuries? Because people think that there's going to be a market sell-off coming soon or a global slowdown will ultimately cap our markets. And so when you pour into treasuries now, it's basically a safety trade so that you're able to continually get alpha on your investments. At the same time, you're not losing money and you're keeping pace with inflation and right now inflation is running at about 2%. So you have this market and, and, and they're advertising now on TV saying that the market is 3% from all time high. But at the same time you have the treasuries that are nowhere near where they were the last time the market was at these levels, meaning it's not a total risk on environment. So that's very important for your money. So let's go around for the podcast. Oh, let me get you from here. One of my mice didn't work, so I had to change mice, and I got stuff flowing all over here, over there, over here, over here. Okay, so let's go around the financial world today and see what happened. Am I listening to the mic? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so uh, let's see. So we have, now if you want to invest in, in the treasuries, in treasuries without having to try to buy actual, because hard to buy treasuries, you can just buy the TLT, it's the ETF. ETF is electronic um, training, uh, ele 
ETF is the electronic trading fund. And basically it works like a stock and you're able to, um, it follows the price of the, of the bond. So, uh, TLT is, um, so if the bond market is up like 1%, then TLT will also be up 1%. It's a good way to hedge your portfolio so that if you have say a hundred thousand dollar portfolio and you have maybe 65, 60,000 in stocks, it's good to have maybe 20, 30% a lot of people 20 30% in treasuries to kind of hedge it so that when the market begins to go down in equities then the treasuries will tend to rise you know a hedge that's a good hedge for your portfolio to kind of lessen the volatility of it so oil today oil today fell 3% is trading at 55.37 i keep saying oil at one time was $110 it's $110 now is at $55 Trump keeps asking for a um, a for lower oil, but lower oil actually means that the economy isn't doing well because they're using less of it in industrial production. So low oil isn't a great economic indicator. All right, that's oil. So let's go for gold. Uh, let's see where we are. Gold is slightly down today, but gold has been streaming high lately over the past. Let's see. So we have, let's see, what are our stats for gold today? Um, man, this is slow on the computer. I think I'm going to look on here. So gold today is, in terms of GLD, gold today is. So in October, go um, GLD. GLD represents the ETF for gold. The, the GLD was trading at uh, $111, and back in October, and today is trading at $125. So you have almost a 15% rise in the GLD alone. So you have gold, and gold normally does well. That's another sign that the economy, even though the stock market is rising, when you have gold continually doing well along with bonds, that's a sign that's saying that there's something on the horizon that people are seeing and they're positioning themselves or their portfolio for possible uh, great volatility. Those are two huge, I mean huge warning signs that the market has is, is going on a possible downtrend when you have gold going higher, bonds going higher, and oil going lower it's almost as if right now the stock market is some random cell that is just going about the body is not supposed is going its own way when it's not supposed to be going that way because all of the other indicators the larger markets the other markets are all saying that the economy is not doesn't deserve the amount of risk reward that is being paid for by the average investor because it's three percent from all-time highs so that's and let's see but you have worldwide markets worldwide markets doing well today you have uh the nikkei which is in japan is up half a percent which is pretty good especially after the news they heard you also have Shanghai. The Shanghai was up 5.6%. You almost never see that. I think that's all because of the 
slow walking that the China is doing with the trade deal, saying, well, we have a deal, we have a deal, we have a deal. While at the same time, I don't think there will be a deal. Um, you have the Germany's did, did well today. They were up also a half percent. So so really, to be honest with you, and, and the American markets were up half a percent. The American markets and the Asian markets and the European markets all kind of trade in unison a lot of the time. And when you see one kind of go up half a percent, then this one go half a percent because there's a because our economies are so mixed and diverse. So we go into commodities and what the commodities do today other than oil and gold, silver, silver is kind of down platinum. Why is platinum important? Platinum is important because of cars It's used in the catalytic converters. So when you have platinum continually going higher, it has a heavy industrial use. And so that, so platinum and copper are also kind of, indicators on where the actual market is and what's it and what's it's doing um the underpinnings of it it's kind of like when you get a cold your body functions it has breathing it has temperature control all these different things when you when you get a cold you get a cold and you get your muscles start to ache and different you get different signs the market the financial markets are the same way you'll get different signs on the health of it and you have to pay attention to all of the um signs so Platinum has been plummeting, even though it's a little bit up today, more than 1%. It's been plummeting for the past year now. Um, it's basically lost about 25% over the past year. So that's another sign that production is slowing down worldwide. So it's another sign, whereas you need to begin to protect your portfolio. And if you have some winners, you may want to either protect it through options, if you understand how to do that, or through bear market ETFs, or begin to really hedge your portfolio and begin to, or lighten up on the risk, de-risk your portfolio because every sign is telling you that the market is beginning to lose steam and the stock market is rising, is going beyond what the what the financial underpinnings are demonstrating. So I think I'm going to end there. So this is the financial markets for today. Thank you for this. This podcast will be every day now. I tried to get on Facebook earlier. For some reason, I couldn't get on it on a Facebook Live. But this will be a podcast for financial and I'm going to come later for politics. So thank you. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.